Quad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Oh yes, you can say that two times. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, I encourage you to go to DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote. It's easy. It's easy, I tell you. Party people, you know, I like to go through the community. I live in Conway, Arkansas, here in the heart of Arkansas, central Arkansas. And there's a new place downtown. It's been there for about a year, but I've been wanting to go and check it out. So I finally got the chance to go down and check out the studio downtown that is located on Chestnut. That's 911 Chestnut Street, and it is a pretty nice place. I know, that doesn't say much, but I it says, uh, you know, I, I like to, uh, it's a, a big, let's see, they, they took a, a piece of what it looks like it was a warehouse, and they took part of it and made it into a nice open space. There's tables and chairs that are all mixed matched it looks like they they bought them from oh just several different places nothing really matches but it all works together you have a a little area over here to sit with a couple of people a little area over there where you can sit by yourself a little desk over here with a chair in front of it Uh, if you want to stand up and work there's a, a bar that you could stand up lay your laptop on top of it and it, it's really nice. I, I walked in the door and immediately I was greeted. Uh, very nice lady. She, before she even knew my name, she had given me a tour of the entire facility. There's places where you can have little private uh, meetings. So I, I, there's a table that you could probably sit, eh, maybe 12 people around it. And that's in a, a room by itself. So if you had to have a conference, you could do that right there at the studio downtown the reason i went over there is because their (laughs) their owner the uh kate carnahan she has been posting videos about the studio on facebook and i've been uh, you know i liked the page because i was interested in going to see the the facility so since I like the page, I get to view the videos and all the videos this last week or so have been, come on in, check it out for free. Ah, come on in, check it out for free. You know, and all the, and if you do donate any money, all the money's going to Brookside. Uh, this is uh, something that I've got involved in. The people of Brookside on Oak Street have lost their lease, so to speak, that's about a hundred families or so, and they're having a benefit on Saturday at uh, the ministries in Conway. But uh, getting back to the studio downtown, the videos that Kate has been putting up say that all the money that you give this month will go directly to the people of Brookside. And I said, well, you know, I've been wanting to go to the studio downtown anyway and check it out. What better time than now? 
So it's Thursday, uh, May 23rd, and I went ahead and I checked it out. I went in at about 10.30 this morning, got my hair cut before that, uh, not specifically for this, <laughs> but uh, I needed a haircut. So thank you to Great Clips over there uh, in, on Einsinger in Conway, Arkansas for making my hair look a little decent, a little better than it was. So I get to the studio downtown, and it, it's it's eclectic. It's a good working space. There were people chatting to the left of me when I walked in, but you really couldn't hear them. Everybody's talking kind of low. And the nice lady who greeted me, it wasn't Kate. Uh, it was uh, her partner, I, I suppose, or, or another person that, that works there. Uh, I sorry I forgot your name <laughs> if you're listening to this but I'm sure I will get it soon enough but uh, she took me and showed me the the conference room and she went upstairs showed me her space she has a more permanent space up there uh, apparently you can do that and that's great if you need a, an office space that's more on a permanent basis uh, they have that there so it's a nice open place to meet people for the most part and to get some work done if you want to just be left alone for a little bit so and there's coffee and bagels and orange juice that's complimentary and there's wi-fi that's another nice thing nice amenity so i sat myself down near the coffee machine i put my little uh, zoom h4n pro out there and i figured well if anybody interesting comes by, I'll give them a chit-chat. And sure enough, somebody interesting came by. I met up with John Mitchell, who runs Zateo Coffee at 911 West Oak Street, which is just down the street from the studio downtown. So he came in, and Kate mentioned that, oh, he has a podcast too. And I said, well, let's talk about it. Let's podcast about it. So we did. And John sat down at the table with me. Uh, and we chit-chatted about, well, Zateo Coffee, first of all. He gets his coffee from a local place here in Arkansas that is reputed to be the top place to get your coffee beans in the country that's pretty bold i like that so he gets the good coffee beans for his zateo coffee and he also likes to exercise and eat right so he made a podcast about it his podcast is called pathways to fitness and i found it well pretty much everywhere that you find podcasts so it's pod pathways to fitness featuring john mitchell and his brother david mitchell now john had a story as well about how he got into the coffee business from being in a in an it type situation and somewhere along the line spent his 20s doing it and said do I want to do this the rest of my life? Nope. <laughs> so, he decided to open a coffee shop. And 
Not necessarily because he likes coffee, but because he likes coffee shops. Pretty cool. Well, the studio downtown, I talked to Kate, and we're probably going to do a podcast next week, so stay tuned for that. Let's uh, hear a little bit about what uh, John Mitchell's journey has been and where he's going. I got about half of the conversation, sadly, because I did not press the record button. (laughs) I'm a bad podcaster. So here's John Mitchell of Zateo Coffee and the Pathways to Fitness podcast now. So that's the stuff we talk about. But he, to me, he is like the normal person that struggles with their weight or struggles with being fit or whatever. But he's he's accomplished some cool things. He's dropped a hundred plus pounds. He's got himself from an an unhealthy state to being in shape and being able to do things that he never thought that he would be able to do. You know. And so to me, that that's helpful. Like telling that story helps people. Yeah, because it, it it helps people understand like you're never too far gone to get healthy again. You're sure. never too far out of shape to start making progress and getting back, you know, into a functional place. Well, it sounds like you have the street cred. I mean, you're definitely just doing the the CrossFit and doing the 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 work. Yeah, it, it gives you yeah. uh, the. It gives you the expertise to give the advice sure. to other people. Yeah. Hey, this worked for me, yeah. and maybe it'll work for you. Yeah, and it does, and, and that's what it is. It's, it's just putting in the work. It's putting it. So many people today want they want the quick fix. Sure. They want the secret or the the pill or the whatever to oh yeah to get them. I've walked into GNC saying, "Hey, do you have and, a magic pill?" And that's a and that's a huge industry. I mean, it's multiple hundreds of billions of dollar industry. But what it really boils down to is just putting in the time and putting in the effort. And it doesn't have to be all of it right now today. It's making small adjustments and tweaks to your lifestyle yeah. over a long period of time that makes the difference. Very and so cool. it's doable by everyone. You just have to do a little bit at a time for a long period of time. You're looking at me like I need to do it. And yes, I need to do it. No, of course I, think I need to do I think it. Everybody needs to do it. Yeah. Whether they whether they look in the mirror and look quote unquote healthy yes. or whether they don't, everybody needs to take care of their health. Sure everybody enough. needs to take steps to, to keep themselves in functional condition. Otherwise you limit your quality of life as you get older. You limit what you're able to do. You limit you limit your life experiences. Yeah. You know, because you're you're held back you know yeah. and so it's just a little bit at a time I know over the years the only thing that's really torn off all the weight uh, whenever I've actually actually been serious yeah. about working out it's it's always been running yeah you know and running is it, it's so hard on your knees and that's the, what people say but 
running is the only thing that tears it off. I, I lost 70 pounds in seven months, and but it was seven, yeah. 70 good pounds yeah. because it stayed off for yeah. a long, long, long yeah. time until I got sedentary and yeah. I got behind the, behind the microphone at the radio studio yeah. and, and just started talking to people that weren't there, yeah. which is what radio people do. Sure. They talk to people that are not there because yeah. you're in a room by yourself, yeah. which is cool. Well, there. Uh, which is uh, a good reason to be here at the studio downtown yeah. in Conway, Arkansas, yeah. talking to John from Zeteo Coffee yeah. and also the Pathways, Pathway to, to Fitness Podcast. Fitness podcast. Yeah. No, that's why I joined the studio is because uh, just to be around other people. Cause, so I own two businesses. Yes. I don't work in the businesses a lot. Sure. I work on the businesses behind the scenes. So you got good managers. So we have good we have a good team. We that's have good nice. people. We have good people. Um, that's what you that's what an entrepreneur should do is build a business, get a good manager, and go build another business. Go do something else. Yes. Yeah, that's kinda like that's what I like that's what I'm into. Um, uh, but that means I'm working kind of in random places or I'm working by myself a lot because Contrary to popular belief, when you open your own coffee shop, sure. it's very difficult to go and work in that coffee shop uh, all the time. You know, I think yeah. a lot of people have this like idea and this dream of, well, if I open my own coffee place, like I'm just going to hang out there and it's going to be grand all the time. No, you're also going to be stuck there. You yeah, don't want to well, be stuck there. Yeah, but if you know, if I sit down and work in that space, my eyes and ears are always just open Helicopter. to what's going on. You're the helicopter um, boss. Well, no, no, no. That that's to me that sounds really negative. Like I'm a micromanager. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's not the case. Okay, but I mean you you know you are always tuned into what's going on when you're in your place. Sure. You know, and everything may be going smoothly and everybody's doing a great job, but you're still always sort of yeah. You're distracted from your work. Nobody cares about it more than you. Right. That's and, the thing. Right, and so I can't really go there and work really in a focused manner. Sure. But then if I'm at home. It's really hard too because I've got a young daughter that may be home or my wife's home, and you know if I'm there, then I obviously have time to do other things. So people think, and so I'm I'm pull, constantly pulled off on other requests. Sure. And so this space is really great because it allows me to to be here, work, be focused. I can be around other people and and benefit from their energy right. being here, but nobody's making demands of me. Like, yeah. Nobody's asking me to do anything here, really. Except other, be on other a podcast. Than, other than be here. <laughs> Except be on a podcast, random, yeah. random no. podcast. No, just a guy sitting in the middle of the there place. There are also really great opportunities when you're here yeah. to meet people that you might not otherwise, yeah. to network with people that you might not otherwise, to connect and to do things like that. So the opportunities are here to connect and do other things, but there's not an expectation or demand of you to do that. Yeah, you know? exactly why I'm here. So it's super great. Just yeah. to, you know, to get myself out of my regular element yep. and find some yep. new people yep. in, in a new situation. Yep. That's and this is idea. definitely, you know, I hope I'm not bothering too many people by talking. No. no, I mean, that's the idea. I mean, that's what this space is here for. Now, I mean, there are other, there are other places in the building where sure. if you need a private desk or you need a private space... Yes, that's a different type membership, and you can have that, I, and you can you can be away from kind of the the more general area where people are milling around and working and talking. Right. But you know, we ha there's spaces here, and I mean, I don't I don't work for the studio. I just really like the product that they put together. Sounds like you work for the studio, man. I don't. I, cool. I do try to help promote whenever I can. <laughs> but you know, um, they good. put together a really good uh, a really good deal. So there's there's options for if you need privacy, 
there's options if you just want to like generally work around other people and just yeah. be kind of in the mix and do this kind of thing like what we're doing right now yeah so it's pretty great that's the thing once you get in a good situation you want to tell everybody about it sure you know yeah. hey i got a good haircut where yeah. well let's find out you know yeah. tell, tell me more absolutely you know word i got a good mouth. cup of coffee word where of, yeah as a tell Zateo. Yeah. Hey, no, place is great. Word of mouth, word of mouth uh, promotion is the best, right? Mm, sure. I mean, you can talk about yourself all day, but what's better than that is if other people are talking about you. Yeah, that's you pretty know? cool. That's pretty and, good. And, and I hear that a lot. I hear that people yeah. are talking about Keys Dan all the time, and that's me, Keys yeah. Dan. Yeah. And uh, and and I'm, I'll be talking about Zateo coffee. I got to go in there oh. and get myself an espresso. Yeah, you pop in there. I mean, we've got like the specialty, the typical specialty coffee type stuff. I mean, like think. When I say specialty coffee, people are kind of like, well, what does that mean? So it's like, think Starbucks, but then think like nicer. Yeah. Higher quality. No, no. You know, and, and yes, yeah, Starbucks has their thing, and you know what you're going to get when you go in there. Yeah. But if you're going to try to compete with them or not even compete, just be different. Mm-hmm. You know, just go in there. You're offering a product that's very similar, but it's a better yeah. taste. Yeah. You know, a better version of yeah. that right and, and and that's how that's how you beat mcdonald's and burger king you know with a better burger you know i don't know if you eat meat or anything we haven't even got into that diet mm-hmm. i know that's that's important mm-hmm. uh, in your uh nutritional and, and your uh getting healthy yeah and do you do you bother with diet Oh, sure. I'm sure. That's honestly the foundation of everything. That was a rhetorical question, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, don't have a, if you don't have solid nutrition, then everything else just it doesn't really stand well. So you have to you build the foundation with a good nutritional approach, and then that impacts and improves everything else. So how, how is your diet? I mean, have you heard of these uh, a paleo and, mm-hmm. and, you know, having just only carbs or what have you yeah I, it, I don't go for the fad diets i try to eat yeah right but I think a lot i mostly don't eat a lot right of those are capitalizing i think on trends and fads probably all of them have some element of truth to them like some sure. element of value to them but a lot of them try to capitalize on what's the hot thing yeah. right now it's keto right so it's like sure. you even go by gnc and see signs about keto this or that which is essentially you know high higher fat intake moderate protein low carbohydrate and so the goal of that is just keeping your insulin level and your blood sugar low Uh, because insulin is what causes your body to store things to hang on to you're schooling me john that's excellent yeah right so if you keep your blood sugar level you keep it low you're not spiking up and down with you know all kinds of like sugars and things like that if you keep it level and you're a lot less likely to like hit that afternoon crash. You're a lot less likely to eat things that are probably not good for you. Super. You keep, you keep the weight down. You're able to go out and do more things. All that stuff. But carbs are not evil. Carbs, carbs are not, are not bad. bad. It's just okay. things in moderation and in right. balance. You know. So typical, t- typical day of, of food for you. Uh, well. Breakfast. Yep. So breakfast sometimes i may not have it which you most know, important meal of the day schools of thought right that are telling you it's the most important meals of the day sure maybe you need to go back and look at where that line of thinking came from mm. you know is that like based in science in fact or was that propagated by like cereal companies you got that right you know and food manufacturers <laughs> yeah the whole food pyramid was made by by not 
it wasn't even nutritionists. It was the uh, agriculture yeah. department that, right. that that made that. So, but you know, if I do feel hungry, um, if I if I want to eat in the morning, maybe I'll do a bulletproof coffee, and you know, maybe I'll mix some like butter and coconut oil with coffee, or. I feel like I need something more. Maybe I'll do like some oatmeal, and I'll like mix in protein powder. Like I'll kind of mix it in, so it's almost like a dessert. Yeah. Kind of so you're getting proteins and carbs in a good balanced way, um, you know. And then maybe I'll have, uh, uh, you know, Chick Fil A's got these. This is not an ad. Yes, course, but uh, it, it's the Lord's food, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but Chick Fil A's got a couple of things. Like uh, they've got this grilled cool wrap, which. Uh, it's got a good level of like protein and carbohydrates. Um, it's pretty balanced, so I'll just grab that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I try to keep it like whole foods. I try to keep. I try not to do a lot of processed, packaged foods because uh, a lot of those are like they have tons of preservatives. Yeah, they and do. Extra stuff in them that you don't need that your body doesn't really know what to do with. Exactly. That's yeah. what it is. Is it doesn't know what to do with it. Right. So it, it does it deposit as fat or does it just waste it? Yeah, probably some of both. Some of both. A lot of times deposits it as fat, yeah. Or it causes you to crave other things, you know, that you don't need. And you are very knowledgeable, Mr. John, of ZTO, Zateo Coffee and uh, the Pathways to Fitness podcast. Yeah. Now, what kind of schooling did you do? How did you get into coffee, man? Um, well, uh, wow, that's a long story. Uh, let's see. I got about three hours left yeah. on this thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have three hours. No, 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 I get um, it. No, just got into coffee. Um, well, uh, I've always enjoyed hanging out at coffee shops. Yeah. So I've I've always enjoyed the atmospheres of coffee places. Yeah. Way before I liked coffee. Sure. Way before I experienced coffee that much. What? Okay. Yeah. So you know, <clears throat> the majority of my career has been in corporate IT, and so I kind of did the corporate corporate job, working behind the desk, doing computer work. IT, IT so IT you're a smart IT. guy, okay. I wouldn't say, I think I was just <laughs> lucked into some things, really. I had the pocket protector with the pencils and move, oh, get out of the way, I'll, really? let me check your email right. for you. Yeah, the computer guy. <laughs> computer guy. Um, I got that SNL reference. Yes, you did. Um, so, uh, no, just kind of went down the path, kind of like yeah. the success path that we're all kind of grown up and taught to pursue, sure. right? You got to... You got to get the job with the paycheck and the office, and you got to you got to check off all the boxes to to have you know succeeded. Yeah. yeah. And so I did those things. So that was your twenties. Yeah, that was in my twenties, and I realized I kind of got I hit kind of checked off all those boxes, and I was sitting sitting there, and I was like, "Is this it? Like, is this? Do I want to do this the rest of my this, life? Yeah, am I going to do this for twenty or thirty more years? Mm, get and, the gold watch and right? And I realized that like yeah. I wasn't. I just wasn't built to do that. Um, but I'd really forgotten. I didn't really realize that. I, I think I'd forgotten that I was an entrepreneur sort of yeah. at heart. Uh, had you built anything before that? No. Oh, okay. No, not really. Just had ideas. Yeah, well, and I don't even know that I really had ideas. I just gotcha. realized like where I was, I didn't want to stay. Yeah. And so then came the, like, the struggle and journey to figure out what what it was that I wanted to do because I couldn't answer that question so I knew I didn't want to like work in the corporate world for the rest of my career but I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do and so that was probably more frustrating than realizing I didn't want to be in that corporate career it was knowing that I didn't want to do that but not knowing what to do instead right so that kind of was 
it's a little bit of a frustrating journey in itself. Mm. Um, and I, you know, when I think back to being a kid, like I did living in Arkansas your whole life. Yep, I grew up in North Little Rock. Oh, okay. Yep. But growing up as a kid, like I did entrepreneurial things, but I didn't really connect the dots. Like I didn't really understand what that was. Did you sell baseball you know, cards to anybody? Then, or you know, back then, entrepreneur wasn't like a buzzword like it is. No, now. no, like but you do stuff, you know? Yeah. You make some money as a little kid to yeah, go so get like, your bubble gum and whatever. Lawns, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I would wash cars for the neighbors on the street. Okay. One example always sticks out to me is like I would... I uh, I ended up taking a bag of popcorn, like like a brown lunch sack of popcorn that sure. I made at home. I ended up taking it to school one day. Yes. And like I don't remember if one of my classmates offered to buy it from me, right? Or if I just thought about I, it. Probably was like they offered to buy it from me, and like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, oh, I can bring this stuff to school, and people will give me money for it. Yes. You know, and so like I thought, and so what I started doing for several days or probably a few weeks after that is I would make these bags of popcorn at home and I would bring them to school and sell them. That's how you get to spend the money. You know, and I was like, man, this is awesome. Like I did just something about it I loved. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like my overhead was super low. Sure. Mom and dad provided the popcorn. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) So it was like my cost of goods was zero. (laughs) And I was just like, it was 100% profit when I went to school. And, And then my teacher, I think she shut me down. I don't really, I don't know why she stopped letting me do that, but. Maybe it was a safety thing. I don't know. No, but a teacher. Come on, yeah, teachers. So she, she told me I had let, to quit. let the kids be uh, entrepreneurs. Had to quit doing that, and so, but yeah, like so, I would mow lawns and wash cars. But I just figured, like, that's what that's a hardworking kid. Everybody makes some money, that's right? If you want some money, and so, but I had no problem going and asking neighbors if they would let me do those things. Yes. Um, but growing up, going through junior high school and college, I guess I kind of forgot about that. Like, I didn't. That didn't really even kind of click to me. Yeah. as being like a future and then until I realized I didn't like working in a corporate setting I didn't work like working like the traditional setting some people can some yeah. people can do it their whole lives so then, man um, but I was a I was a music student coming up through school so junior high high school college you know I went to college for a little bit uh, sure on music scholarship and so what you play I, I was a trumpet player so trumpet. I was a jazz trumpet player Excellent. Excellent. and so I always appreciated the arts so yeah. I always appreciated like jazz and the symphony and I always enjoyed going to productions and play. so I always enjoyed like the arts as a whole yes. and so a lot of time and you know being in music school uh, we would do a lot of studying in coffee shops yes. so I always enjoyed those spaces you know kind of like the uh, kind of the culmination of all the arts and like in a coffee shop and like how all that stuff comes together and you come across different types of people so people know that might be writing or that might be drawing or doing art projects or they might be having business meetings or just all kinds of different people. But then you've got the sights and the smells and the sounds of the cafe. Yes. You've got the coffee grinding. You've got the smell of coffee. You hear the espresso machine doing its thing. Yes. So it's just kind of like this magical thing. But again, I didn't really drink coffee that much. Yeah. Um, I just like being in the environment. And so fast forward to me not liking being in... The corporate world. Yes. I thought, well, I was trying to, th- I was brainstorming and thinking, you know, I was like, okay, I live in Conway. I was, we have three colleges in Conway. I was like, but no good, like, music, really. Like, shows, bands rarely come to Conway and do concerts or yeah. do, like, really any. Even since 2009, when I got here, I tried yeah. to g- have a so, yeah. concert at the skating rink. Yeah. And it didn't work out so at all. Three colleges and all these young kids, but it's like the. You know, at the time, it was like there's just not a whole lot of. So I'm thinking, okay, music venue, we do 
bring in bands, do shows. But then I thought, well, you've got to have a way to make money when you're not doing shows. So then I thought back to Juanita's. Do you remember Juanita's oh, in yeah. Rock? So they're yes. like Mexican cantina type place, but then they had a live music venue. That was our CBGBs pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, but then I thought, well, I don't really want to run a restaurant. I thought, I don't want to do a full-blown restaurant. Sure. Um, uh, and so then like I somehow like landed on like coffee shop. Beans and water. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I mean, like, artsy things happen in coffee shops. Um, and so that's how we landed on a coffee shop. So do you have events at, at your coffee shop as we well? We do a whole lot of events, honestly. No we, spoken word or anything like that? I, I mean, our space here is relatively small. Sure. Um, I've wanted to do events here. I mm-hmm. haven't figured out where to do them. If that makes sense. How about the studio downtown? Yeah, we can do. The, can you can do, do events. events at the studio downtown. Totally this is a do nice space. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something that they they for sure offer uh, members as like a, an event, and people rent this place for events all the time. It's really it's great for that. Yeah. So maybe something we do. So how old were you when you said Zateo Coffee? Let's um, let's open this up. Yeah. So uh, how old was I? Uh, I was in my probably early thirties. Early thirties. But it took. It was about a. It was almost a ten-year process. What? From the time I decided I wanted to do that. You're still in your early thirties, man. Until <laughs> now I'm forty-two. <laughs> until uh, until it actually happened, and so like a lot of that was probably procrastinating because I was overanalyzing everything. Right. But then there was some education that had to happen in that time as well. So I went. I went out to Portland. Uh, there's a there's a barista school out there. Why would Portland there be? and Portland is really sort of like if Seattle is like the corporate coffee mecca. Sure. Portland is really your like independent specialty coffee capital. So you learned the good stuff there. So there's like great coffee out there, and they there's a barista school out there. I went there for like a full week of intensive, like eight or nine hour a day classes that covered a lot of the business side of it. So you're living there. Well, I mean, I went there for a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I stayed there for about a week. Oh, it was a week. Yeah, and uh, so we got into, like, intensive business classes around cafes and then also just the craft of making the drinks, doing sandwiches, doing all that stuff. So is it stuck in the 90s, like uh, all the TV shows? What? That Portland is... No. You know, all grunge and... super cool. No. Portland's really cool. Um, But then fast forward a couple more years. Please. We got to... Uh, we had the opportunity to manage a like a full coffee shop that's in our church. So okay. Our church has a full out coffee shop where yeah. the proceeds of it go to like missions projects and stuff. Yeah. And so they invited my wife and I to manage that. Excellent. And it's run off volunteers and I mean it's run really well, um, but it's you know so we had the opportunity to manage inventory, do ordering, mm-hmm. manage a staff, schedule people, you know, do all of those things without risking any of our own money. You're so learning while you're helping like, your church. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lab environment almost. Sure. So we got real-world experience. We were able to apply what I had learned yeah. in a real-world setting, and we were able to do it without, you know, really high risk. And so then, you know, fast forward another year or two, and we opened our first store in Conway. What year was this? Uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah, yeah 2015. All right. We opened in Conway. And then... What, what, what's the address on there? It's 911 West Oak Street. 911 West Oak Street, yep. just just down there. Yep. Just down from the studio. Yeah. Downtown there. Yeah, it's just like a block from the studio where we're at right now. And then 
in 2017, we opened in Little Rock. Excellent. What's the address there? It is 610 President Clinton Avenue. Dig it. Yeah, so it's right next to the Museum of Discovery, if you're familiar with the River Market. I know the Museum of Discovery. Yep, we're right next door. Oh, that's hot, so, man. So in total, about four years in business, two years in our Little Rock shop. So I guess you you did exceptionally well in Conway to want to open up another one well, we, in Little Rock. We got somebody's attention in Little Rock. Some people, yeah. there was an office building, there was a company there that wanted... They wanted a cafe in the ground floor of their building. Sure. And so they came and we worked out an arrangement. We worked Excellent. out a deal together to, to open a spot there. So did you personally have to open the Conway one and then you had to personally go over to the Little Rock and mm-hmm. make sure that that one was off the ground? And yep. now you have a good team that's running both of them. Right. And it seems like you're freed up to do other things. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm freed up to move around. And so what other, th- mentally what other things are you getting into? Well, so we have a so we actually have a mobile pop up espresso bar. What like a food yeah. truck? No, it's not really a food truck. It's more of like literally like a pop up bar. So we have a we have a bar like all the equipment and a bar that we can throw in the back of my Yukon. Yeah, and we can take it to events and we can pop it up at wedding receptions. Yeah, like you would as a DJ. Yes. you go to any kind of event, right? Like uh, birthday absolutely. parties, whatever. Yeah, we can do the same thing with. Espresso. And so you could take your Zateo coffee. coffee to any event. Anywhere. That's super. Yeah, we can walk into an office and set up and serve, or in the lobby of a bank. We can go to wedding receptions. We've we've, been, we've gone to sorority houses before. And sure. I mean, just really anything. It's super cool. Hey, businesses, and, that if you want to have some coffee and you want to treat your, your employees right, have yeah. some Zateo coffee at your your own business yeah. it will be such a joy for them such a uh, it'll show that you care sure. about them yeah employees love it uh customers like if you're doing customer appreciation type exactly stuff, they love it yeah you know, we we had a we had a tech startup in little rock a couple of months ago invite us to uh to come and serve in their employee break room um on like a friday after friday morning sure and like we served their employees for probably three hours and they loved it is that stuff you like to do personally oh yeah that to me that's super fun that would be the thing that i want you know because then you see different environments yep. and different people going, and, yeah exactly yeah you're going to different places you're interacting with different people they all love it um yeah it's great and so you're not stuck it, in one place all the time one place it provides a lot of flexibility yes and, uh, yeah, we see some neat places. Yes. It's cool. And then my latest thing that I'm super excited about is I'm working on an online course. Hit me. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create an online course to teach people how to build out their own mobile espresso business. You have to stop. Yeah. Are you franchising? No, not really franchising. So, I mean, this will be their thing. I put it in your head, man. Franchise. I thought Franchise. about it. I actually did think about <laughs> franchising. But then I realized that still requires me to be somewhat involved. Somewhat. Yeah. You know, but um, then you get but, a good manager. And yeah, but I, what I want to do is I just want to, like, I want to take the knowledge and experience that I've gained over four years. Sure. And I want to, like, I want to give it to other people that want to launch their own thing. You got a website set up on that? Uh, we're, yeah, we're working on that. Okay, working good. Working on doing that. So uh, I'm actually working on building the course out right now. So yes. Take a little bit of time because I want it to be done really well. You have to think about it for you sure. Yeah, think about it. I want it to be done really well. In my mind, it's going to be delivered through probably a combination of webinars and then uh, like video modules. So the stuff you learned in Portland. The stuff I learned in Portland. And beyond. Things that I've learned through experience here. So yes. I will... I will basically take people through the journey and give them all of my resources. Yeah. So essentially they, they would be able to launch 
their very own pop-up espresso bar when they're finished with the course. No, no, it's a pop-up Zateo coffee. And so, well, it doesn't have to be brand, doesn't have to be branded. Come on, it have to be Zateo coffee. But um, but the deal is, is you can get into the the mobile espresso business for yes. probably a tenth. Yeah, what you can open a brick and mortar store. If you say you can throw a bar on the back of your Yukon and, yeah. and just go, I that's mean, I'm talking great. Like equipment, everything. Sure. Like, and we'll, you know, I would provide them with like the invoicing, contracting platform, pricing, like everything, literally. Oh, and so you know, for a tenth of what you could open a brick and mortar store. Yes. Which, when you have a brick and mortar store, you've got constant rent and utilities. You've got constantly employee you know, turnover that you've got to deal with. You've got constant inventory that you're having to to order and, like, keep on a rotating basis. Yeah. You have a pop-up mobile espresso bar, like, you don't have really any of that. So if that bar's out in the field working, it's making you money. It's advertising your brand. If it's not out in the field working, it's not costing you any money. Oh, okay. You know, so it's really, like, the best of all worlds and none of the, like, downside what do you think of the big brick and mortars closing down? They're going the way of the dodo online shopping. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's just the nature. I don't know. It's like, I think, yeah, it's just technology. It's the way people, mm. you know, people vote with their dollar on how they want to, you know, experience things and buy things. Correct. I think the company, the brick and mortar places that wow people with customer service yes i think customer service is like the great differentiator yes in business i mean you can have amazing products but if your customer service is not great or not memorable then people will go on to other things yeah but you can even have like a marginal product but if your customer service just you knock it out of the park and you serve people well correct they're gonna keep coming back so when uh, you go into zateo coffee Mm -hmm. uh, do they automatically say hey how you doing they do, yeah. I mean, like when that's something we coach our staff on all the time is when people walk in the door, we should be greeting them. Sure. Does it happen every time? Do we yeah. not? Do we do it 100 percent of the time? Probably not. But that's the goal. But it's I mean, nice, that, and you can feel you can, whether they actually mean it yep. or they don't. Yeah. You know, I went and get, got my haircut this morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome, yep. uh, and uh, I'll, I'll shout it out. Welcome to Great Clips. Yeah. And they said. Hey, all right. And I actually felt like they, yeah. they I felt welcome. Yeah. And I come into the studio downtown. I got immediately welcomed. Right. Immediately. Right. And like I'm like I'm a pal. Yeah. And before she even knew my name, I had a tour of the place. Yeah. That's service, man. It's just good service. Yeah. And it's not hard to do. You know, it's just like genuinely like caring, I think, and being interested in people. Yeah. And it goes a long way. Yeah. It's to make that connection. And like you, you said, it, it's it's how they make you feel. Like, it's the feeling that you remember. Sure. Right? And you'll be back. Sure. You'll be back. Yeah, if it's just transactional, then that, that typically doesn't last. Like, there's no stickiness to that. <laughs> you know? So. How, how much time do you have, man? I actually need to wrap up. Yeah, that's I'm, what I was thinking. I'm, uh, I'm behind on my to-do list yeah. today, but this was fun. John Zateo Coffee. John what? Mitchell. John Mitchell yep. Zateo Coffee. Keys yep. Dan, Daniel Gilson is my real Dan. name. But, and, it's, uh, and it's the What Makes You the Famous what makes podca- you famous podcast. podcast. That's cool. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, and what's your podcast again? The Pathways to Fitness. Pathways to Fitness. Yeah. Find it everywhere. Go subscribe, review, and... Share, right? Believe it, man. Just a couple of brothers <laughs> teaching you. I'll do that for you. I'll, I'll make sure and go check it out and write your review. Well, I'll, I'll put you in the in the show notes. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we'll put the studio downtown because they, they weren't even involved, but they're hanging out in the background there Perhaps. laughing and smiling and giggling because we're just chit-chatting in the middle of the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Mitchell. Cool. Hey, enjoyed it. You're the best. Thanks.
Well, there you have it, party people. I encourage you, if you have a story to tell, give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this episode. What makes you famous? Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace! I'm out of here. Radio What? The music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. In 1963, the French launched a cat called Filiette into space. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, Radio What? Com. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo. Radio What.